Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, also available on your Amazon Alexa as a skill. Um, Positive day today on the markets. We're seeing the FTSE 100 uh, rally above the 7200 level. So we're getting up to some of the highest levels that we've seen for about two to three months now in equities. That's very much been driven by some strong results in AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca are quite a big constituent of the FTSE 100 and with them up about 5% as we speak, that does help the market higher. And the boost today in AstraZeneca is very much down to their results that they released this morning, which did show that over the year they did see a 4% increase in sales to $21 billion. A very strong area of growth they saw was China and very positive comments coming um, from AstraZeneca that they saw a strong pipeline and they're going to be focusing very much on that pipeline delivery going forward. Uh, the market would have liked that because for some time Ast- there were concerns that AstraZeneca didn't have a number of blockbuster drugs that they were going to be bringing to market uh, within a particular time frame that could mean that as they lose some of their patents that they lose big sections of their revenue. So um, upbeat comments like that have really helped them higher and they're up about uh, about 5% and they were about £60 at one point uh, this morning. Elsewhere, looking at the UK, um, we've seen a rescue deal coming in for Patasserie Valerie. Um, it's valued the company at about 13 million. That's from a private equity company. Um, so it looks as though those jobs are going to be saved. But that will be little consolation to uh, previous shareholders of Patasserie Valerie Holdings. Elsewhere in the UK uh, food sector, we're looking at Restaurant Group. Now, this is a group that had significant issues over the last two to three years, with some of their brands becoming a little bit tired. I mean, they run brands such as Chiquito, um, Frankie and Benny's, and, and Garfunkel's. And there were some concerns there that in a market that was becoming increasingly fragmented, there are a lot more independent. Uh, stores that were being opened and outlets that were being opened that was really detracting from some of these long-term brands from you know consumers that wanted something slightly different they actually um, made an acquisition of Wagamama's um, a highly popular chain in the UK um, so that was seen as a very deft move by the board but we've actually seen today their CEO uh, stepping down which is a bit of a shock move and that's seen the share price and be hit very heavily. That's currently down about 12% uh, on the day. So uh, a very brief roundup there of some of the UK activity that we're that we're seeing there. It is a market a little bit tentative in terms of any strong moves given what's happening in the Chinese and US trade war and obviously the ongoing Brexit negotiations. So that's going to be quite an interesting market to, to watch and see whether that 72 level on the FTSE 100 is held going forward or it just proves to be a top of a a range that we've been seeing over the last few months, albeit uh, we are seeing highs uh, today uh, of about two-month highs on the FTSE 100. Um, Just want to point uh, our listeners to quite an interesting article on the UK Investor Magazine 
which has gone out today, and that's focused on young cannabis startups uh, in the UK here. That's a that's a sector that is starting to gain a bit of momentum. Um, obviously, with the legalisation of medicinal cannabis, there is going to be some opportunities there going forward. A lot of the supply at the moment is being dominated by uh, North American companies. There's been some shipments that have been uh, made to the UK from North America for medicinal cannabis recently. Um, so that's a, that's an interesting sector to watch. And there's an article there which is also going to be uh, in the notes of this podcast um, for everybody to read. But just to finish off the, the podcast today, we're going to head over to an interview we did with the CEO of Grand Vision Media Holdings. That's a, that's a Chinese operating company that's listed on the main market here in London. They're very much focusing on uh, the Chinese consumer. They've inked a number of exciting deals over the last few months. And we're going to just have a play at an interview that we did with Jonathan Lowe a couple of days ago. Thank you very much. Hello. Um, so, Jonathan, hi. UK Investor Magazine podcast here. We've got Jonathan Lowe, uh, CEO of Grand Vision Media Holdings. Hello, Jonathan. How are you? Fine, thank you. Uh, how are you? We are just coming back from the week-long holiday celebrating Chinese New Year. Lo- lovely, fantastic. So we, you've got some interesting news and it, and it seems like it's been quite uh, quite a good new year for you, Jonathan, but we'll, we'll move on to that a bit later. But Jonathan, we, we've, we've spoken before and, and some of our uh, listeners will be familiar with, with Grand Vision, but would you just be able to give us a little background for those people uh, that haven't heard of you and, and haven't seen your, your recent updates? Grand Vision Media Holdings, uh, GVMH, is an integrated marketing group. Uh, what I mean by this is that we offer to our customers uh, the digital outdoor media, uh, the traditional uh, media advertising in cinemas in China, as well as we provide digital marketing service with a particular focus on social media marketing. I consider GVMH both an innovator and a first mover in our space. What I mean by that is that we are one of the first companies to identify cinema foyers as a good marketing uh, location. And we have built our business in the past four years, um, developing uh, outdoor media network uh, in cinema foyers in China. We are also an innovator because we are also the first one um, to identify 3D glasses, three 3D panels um, as the outdoor advertising medium. We are the first one to deploy this uh, in China and maybe in the region. Okay, lovely, lovely, fantastic. So there's obviously um, something there that's setting you apart from the competition uh, in the advertising world, focusing Chinese consumers. Um, Jonathan, you, we're speaking today because you've actually had some quite exciting announcements uh, in the last uh, few weeks and, and, and months and one of those has come quite recently and then they're obviously looking at uh, particular strategic deals that you've done. Could you just give us a bit of information about those and what, and what that means for, for GVMH going forward? Yes, we had a good start to the year and it had been a busy start. Since January, we had a number of announcements. Um, Let me start um, to explain to you in more detail. The first announcement we made was our um, agreement with Dadi Cinema Group. Dadi Cinema Group is one of the top cinema groups in China. They have over 400 cinemas uh, across China. 
what we are doing with them is that um, on in, we are going to roll out our 3D panels to the to initially to 20 over 20 of their cinemas with an aim to expand our presence to cover more cinemas. At the same time, we have been granted the right to represent all their advertising assets uh, across their cinema. This um, <clears throat> agreement will significantly increase our footprint, allowing um, us more advertising locations to our customers. Um, <clears throat> and then for a country as large as China, this is going to be very important for our major national or international brands who want to do countrywide advertising. Okay, perfect, no. perfect. Um, so, we're, so obviously there's the Dali deal, um, but was there, there, there's been some other ones, hasn't there, um, outside yes. of China? We, we, had, we also uh, had two announcements about our overseas partnerships, uh, one in Korea and one in Japan, which was announced yesterday. Um, as I mentioned to you in our earlier conversations, Tourism marketing and marketing international brands to Chinese consumers is are very significant revenue drivers for us. Chinese outbound tourism is now the global leader, both in terms of number of tourists and in the dollar spent. Also, there uh, everybody knows that Chinese consumers have a increasing demand for well quality international brands, and Korea and Japan are consistently the two top travel destinations in uh, favored by Chinese tourists. And Jap Japanese products are consistently the uh, brand of choice um, for Chinese consumers. So being able to sign strategic agreements with leading players in those two countries had a very significant uh, revenue impact to us. Perfect, perfect. So, you know, it sounds like you're you're signing some very interesting deals there. Um, I mean, how does that sort of set up uh, GVMH for the rest of the year? I mean, is it, are you sort of happy with the deals that you've done so far and the number of them and, and you're looking um, at basically growing those deals or do you see further strategic deals being inked this year? Uh, we... 2019 is going to be a critical year for us. Um, you know, we were uh, listed on the on the London Stock Exchange uh, just over seven months, and uh, you know we are looking to leverage our status as a listed company uh, in this year to really expand our coverage and then uh, gain new territories. So I would expect us to further look for further deals, both in terms of grow our footprint inside China and also uh, overseas in terms of the number of partnerships that we're going to sign up. Um, huh? One thing I forgot to mention just now is that um, our Korean partnership uh, agreement also takes us to um, the CJ CGV cinemas. Uh, for those of you who may not have heard of this, they are the leading cinema chain in Korea. They are also a very significant international player in the cinema space. They operate over 500 cinemas across, uh, internationally. And what they are doing is they have uh, <clears throat> identified, uh, they really like the um, GV model of what I call cinema-centric marketing, and they are doing a pilot with us uh, in selected locations in Korea. So this will mean, this actually means that our vision of a cinema-centric marketing has a global appeal. So you're, you're, you're seeing um, the, the concept that you set out with uh, when you started to be adopted and, and taken on in, in other cinema chains apart from your first ones and also 
in other countries as well. I mean, do you see um, expansion within the region outside of Korea, or do you think that close tie between China and Korea um, sort of limits you there, or, or do you see sort of Southeast Asia as a potential market going forwards? I I uh, I, I don't see that I'm going to be limited. This appeal is going to be limited to the region. Um, definitely, Korea is. Uh, going to be a significant market to us, but uh, we are also talking to other countries, or maybe one day I will be talking to some UK uh, or European cinema chains. There's a, there's promise there for the future, Jonathan. Um, thank you very much for joining us today. And as you said there, it's going to be an exciting year for Grand Vision Media Holdings. So we'll no doubt be speaking again soon. And uh, thank you very much for having you on. Thank you.